met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Through episode of Subconscious Realms International Roundtable. Uh, I'm your host, General Lee, and in attendance, we have my co host, the incredible, most extraordinary Sir Raven Kiefer. Now then, Raven. Hey, hey, yo. <laughs> Glad to be with you. <laughs> uh, thanks, mate. Thank you. Uh, and for tonight, for tonight, right? Oh. <laughs> Right, so tonight, fuck man, we are being joined by um, the phenomenal New York Patriots and looks of the oh the occult rejects. He's got to introduce him, man. These are the uh, elite of the elite pinnacle level. Uh, it does not get any better. Thank you. Um, you know, <laughs> I'll just be honest, lad. And um, we've also got uh, another mint podcast, um, Robin Martyr of edge of the headlights uh, uh, show what you know when I found them just the content uh, I just fucking loved it oh, and every episode is consistent uh, just what we need just what we need I'm glad you were drunk every episode right, right. <laughs> consistent no, in general no, man. Man. no man. Um, I appreciate it quality fucking show man I, I love it I love it but yeah so um I've been looking forward to uh, this episode. I've been pumped all fucking day. <laughs> so, um, so before we begin, would you like to let everybody know where they can get hold of you, please? Um, start with Dickel Rejects. In Um Well, we kind of all have everything in one one space now on Spreaker with uh, the Occult Rejects and Wise Show and uh, my podcast, Lux Rising Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Occult Rejects and pretty much um, well, anywhere besides Facebook. <laughs> I guess you can find us on YouTube, but we're a little bit of everywhere. And Wise on, um, and Wise on Instagram. You can find them at yeah. NY Patriot. <coughs> yeah, no, actually there is an Occult Rejects on Facebook. And we do ha- and we do have a page, and we're actually streaming to Facebook right now. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made one. I was like, "Fuck it, I can stream to it. I'll make one." <laughs> yeah, we actually have like a thousand followers on that. Too. <laughs> well, it's such a oh, weird. You know, makes a lot too. of. I got rid of Facebook a while ago and just never, like, it's just a, such a weird platform. I, yeah. I'm, Yo, I have not I'm signed into, still on there, but. I have not signed into my own Facebook account probably in almost two years. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I, I have. <laughs> oh, sorry, but yeah. Uh, I, 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 <clears throat> guys, I posted a Fauci interview from about 10 years ago and it got me banned, so I don't, I don't oh. miss it. 
<laughs> so you don't have a wow. choice to not be on there right now. So <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely. How how dare you post the foul shit? Yeah, it's like the Ministry of Truth, like from Harry Potter and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, where could everybody get hold of uh, Edge of the Headlights? Yeah, we're on Edge of the Headlights. This is Rob, my co-host is Marty. Um, we're on Twitter, and we're also on Instagram, Facebook, occasionally. And we also just started a Discord channel. You can see us all at EOTH Podcast on any one of them platforms. Oh, nice. nice, mate. Nice one. Nice one. Um, Raven. Is Raven back with us now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is like being very uncooperative, but you can always find me at Spreaker.com under no oh, apologies enough said. Oh, you, mate. I love it. I love it. So, um... What's everybody been getting? Anything um, anything unusual happened this week around your neck of the woods? Uh, Everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking world. Oh, yes, mate. Yes, yes. The weather. What's the weather like now, Will? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the only thing we've had, man. It's just rain all day. Fucking hell, man. Oh, I wish we had I a have a rain. question. Okay. Let's go back with CERN turning on. Was it July 5th? Yeah, and in Sioux Falls, you had that big green sky come through. Everybody yeah. seen it in the world. We were on the internet. Sioux Falls from South Dakota. I got a question. Now this thing came up where they're talking about Britney Spears, the "Hit Me Baby One More Song." That song. Did she was she wearing a plaid skirt or a black skirt? Because I definitely remember a plaid skirt during right. the video. Plaid skirt. No, the video shows a black skirt now. Oh. Ooh, she had a skirt oh, on. Right. <laughs> yes, she did. Wasn't videos. There's nothing oh, winking at you. So Shannon, she was wearing a proper frock, like. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> a big old turtleneck and parka on. Oh Jesus! That's the only thing weird thing I've heard about Elvis. Yeah. Well, it's it's crazy how they like bait and switch everything. You know, they they understand how the public reacts to situations. That's why oh, we don't do, hear mate. much. That's why we're not hearing much about COVID right now. They switched things to everyone focusing on either Ukraine, China, uh, Johnny right. Depp trial. Uh, it just whatever week it is, they just yeah. change it so that people because they know that the uh, attention spans are short. Oh God. And, yeah. They control the narrative, and then they just switch it every week, two weeks, and, and then they have the public's uh, attention again. Well, whenever they have something else they need or need covered up, uh, we, we throw out a new big story that we want everyone to follow and, and worry about, no matter how Absolutely. it is. Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's a... Fucking... It's the uh, illusion. It's the illusionist trick. Look oh, yeah. over here, not over there. Yep, the, the razzle dazzle. Yeah. Hey, I tell you guys something. I heard something really funny on a on a podcast the other night. It, it was somebody said that the Bigfoot were our progenitors. I don't know who said that. <laughs> that <guy's laughs> How dare he! I love it. The FRO is going to come crashing down on that son of a bitch. I know, it's terrible. Yeah, I know. Ain't yeah, that I'll terrible? Take, I'll take I'll take full credit for that. I did say that. <laughs> out there, it's like it makes sense in a small amount of way, 
<laughs> it does. Oh, you know, I yeah, was listening well. to it and and a buddy of mine were talking and and I said, you know, it seems that like they're smarter than we are. We can't find them. They can walk up right behind us and we don't know they're there. Right. And then they can scare the Waddens out of us and then disappear just as quick. <laughs> they seem to be smarter than we are. Oh yeah, uh, that's they are. <laughs> I truly believe they're a lot more intelligent than we give them credit for. Because if there's some dumb animal like a bear or deer or even a primate, we get them on trail cams all the goddamn time. And I don't care if people say they could they could possibly see the beams coming out from the cameras. I know deer can. I've seen sure. deer look right at the camera even before it goes off. I've watched them from the stand. Mm-hmm. They can see it. But it's oh, so they've got, else. like, There's something proper else. enhanced hearing. What else? Have they, they, they got, like, proper enhanced hearing then compared to they must have compared to ours? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I think it's technology-based, personally. That's interesting. You no, know, I told... I told General I was going to pick on you because I, I do watch your shows in case you can't or listen listen to your shows in case I can't in case you can't tell. But you know what's really cool is is you guys talk about being being comedy and making fun. But if people would actually listen to you, you guys have some serious research that you all do. Oh God, thank you for that compliment because our research is very bare minimum. Right. I usually I'm the one that usually goes out in the weird ass. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because like on our last episode, Mari said, "Oh crap, you brought out the tablet." Like, yeah, you don't give yourself. You don't give yourself uh, the credit you deserve, the gentleman. You really don't. Well, it's like all those guys out there that do podcasting. If they hit you, if you, if our podcast is hitting people on a certain note, that's good. And if it's not, that's good too because at least people are listening to us. And we're just kind of out there promoting, like, hey, you need to have different aspects. If you want to figure out this whole weird paranormal ball of wax, you got to look at it from many, many different eyes. Mm, it's different than yours. doesn't mean you're wrong. It's like, let's discuss and find a common ground, and maybe we can tackle it mm. together. Absolutely. Well, I don't, I don't know if maybe it's just because of the people that I've just come across doing my own show, or if it's uh, maybe just something that's picking up, but I... I have. Uh, I do feel that like the paranormal community kind of is looking at. It, it, I don't think is looking at stuff the same as it used to anymore, and it actually kind of like questioning like the. I guess kind of what the the opinion of you know certain things are or have been for a while. Like I think people are starting to. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I, I do think when it comes to like, like 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 ghost hunting or even people with. Um, you know, uh, like Rando Nordica, or uh, like even people who normally go out and do petroglyphs and stuff like that. Like they're starting to take different types of equipment with them now, and I, I think like people are coming to an understanding that that like because your meter is going up and moving might make mean a little bit more than what the average person acts like on a ghost hunting show on TV. You know, maybe there's something going on there, and that's why that meter is moving. It's not just you know a ghost. You know, I do feel yeah. like I feel like that is changing, where people are starting to look at that type of stuff a little bit more objectively, and like uh, I think there might be something else to this crap. Well, I think yeah. too, uh, uh, like like you're that. saying, uh, a lot of people are starting to kind of question the status quo that is always. Yes, there. that's what I should. Yeah, that's what I meant and, to say. And, the status uh, quo. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of people, the technology and the ability to go do this has become much more accessible. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. To people, and, and they're looking at things their own way, and, and not just, oh, this show told me this, so that's got to be fact. That is the problem I have with some of the ghost hunting shows. <laughs> I mean, I do watch a lot of them, 
But there's a lot of them that's like, oh, there was this noise here. That must mean that they're saying, yes, they were this ghost. It's like, there's no proof that that's what that was. Something yeah. weird happened. Yeah, you caught that. But that you've automatically now jumped to this conclusion that, oh, it's Robert, this ghost that they say is here. There's no right. conclusive evidence that Robert, the ghost, did anything. Some noise was made, but, I mean, you do have the, the Robert here. But, uh, yeah, no, you, you do, I think, have a lot of people now that are starting to kind of look at things their own way and and look at things themselves instead of just watching this show and listening to it. They're going, you know, I can go get a little camera. I can get a tri-field meter for, you know, next to nothing and go look at this stuff myself and figure out for myself what kind of thing is going on. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, it's funny to see how things, like NY was saying, they have changed, you know, that people are starting to entertain that when they're going into these paranormal experiences or places that it's, you know, more than just a ghost. Unfortunately, you do have a lot of people on YouTube and other platforms that are faking the majority of their content. Some of them, I'm sure, are (laughs) Cointelpro. Cointelpro, right? Like, some of these accounts are put out there to change the narrative um and for us you know ny and i being in the occult for so long it's really cool to see people viewing how like the paranormal is being um explored now because it's so different and it it, honestly i think if everybody talks to each other from the paranormal side from the occult side conspiracy theorist side whatever we can put all the pieces together to get a oh, bigger picture yeah. than it just being a uh, an echo of a ghost from like nineteen, you know, whatever. So it's a lot of more moving parts there than just it, it being one explanation for everything. Yeah. yeah for well, sure. you guys, uh, how about this too? Every time we turn around, FBI, CIA, or some other agencies out there putting these big things on display. Um, our friends with the headlights pointed out that Tom DeLonge is now investigating Bigfoot for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so when we start seeing these people jumping in and trying to interfere and break up, like, look what they did to the UFO organizations. Oh, oh yeah. Um, that wakes people up, too. But I think DeLonge already, is he just the last little hammer blow before the end? Because, <laughs> like, we've seen Russell Accord and um, Expedition Bigfoot. I think they're about the only... I don't, I don't want to step on any toes, but to me, they seem like the most legit group out there that are actually trying to find stuff because they're like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Like, finding Bigfoot, everything's squatchy, it's a bad catchphrase that turned into a really bad meme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, there, there is a I'll lot t- of them out there. And, and well, I'll tell you. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go on. Well, what I was going to say is, like, um, there's a guy that is getting a lot of grief from the BFO, BFO organizations. His name is He's not out. He's out not. He's not I'm out sorry, making calls. Yeah, repeat that again. His, you got his, really choppy. I'm sorry. His name is Steve Isdall. Um, it's a How to Hunt channel on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I should watch yep. and, and he is catching all kinds of crap from these organizations, but all he's doing is reading emails that people are sending in about their encounters. Now, right. see, that creates a whole different situation when you talk about research. Oh, yeah. Because we had, a, we had Daniel Benoit from the ECBRO, and that guy's awesome. He's a really down-to-earth guy, and his philosophy is, like, you need to be out in nature so you know what nature sounds like before you say it's something else. 
Exactly. Awesome exactly. Guy. Well, you know, I think a lot of people when they hear them loud screams, they don't realize that that the black bear and the grizzly bear can do the same thing to you at thirty yards. Right. Well, there's a lot. But, uh, no, I, like I said, you, you oh hear yeah, their a lot of animals, but oh yeah, but some of the noises they make are not typical. A lot of the stuff that we look into, a lot of people don't. Like your shows, for example, the car at the bottom of the cave uh, oh, of, yeah. the, of the of uh, the mine. Holy moly! I I never seen that. I was just floored. Yeah, um, no, you need to tell the other guys about that. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear about this. Right okay. in our state. And yeah, we didn't you want hear to tell about you what I mean? No, go ahead. Well, okay, like in whatever, like in mid-2012, 2014, out in Blackhawk, South Dakota, they had a gypsum mine collapse, so it created a sinkhole. We did an episode of, like, sinkholes and time slips and all this. It was a hodgepodge. But basically, I showed this picture of this 1954 car inside this cave system. And I mean, if you look on our Instagram page, you'll see pictures of it. I post it. And you have a guy standing next to her, and there's boulders underneath this car. And the car is pushed up against the cave top, and they're trying to explain it by saying, yeah, there was a flood, and it pushed this car back there. And I'm like, bull fucking shit. <laughs> that car is not there normally. So, and that's how I got in that whole time slip. Maybe this guy, the people that missed the time slips, maybe that's, that's where he ended up. Sounds It sounds like some Army of Darkness type shit. Uh, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what, I might think. I'll tell you what. They're trying to say, fucking that is. I mean, that is me. Going through the fucking hole with him in his car. Yeah. This is my boomstick. Well, you know, I was listening to their show and they, they, they talked about that. But, you know, we've also found, we've also found a modern spark plug under two miles of a coal scene. Right. Now, how yeah. did that get there? Inside the coal. Yep. Um, there's a lot of these things. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a natural formation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just listen to the government. What did Fauci tell you? Coincidence. Yeah, that is fucking weird. So, wait, so I just want to ask this. So, the car was, like, under a pile of rocks and actually pushed to the top. Yes, if you look at the picture, there's a guy standing up here. He's like average height, let's say 5'10", and it shows a picture. And there's actually like refrigerator-sized boulders underneath this oh, car, crapping it up yeah, against yeah. the roof of the cave. That's funny. Yeah. You th then you have to be like, well, uh, how fucking strong was this water to actually move those? Right. Hey, come that on. That had to be like a biblical proportions. Now, now don't get me wrong. That area back in the 70s did have a big flood through one of the cities. But this car really? is from the 50s. Hmm. And, and how big was the cave opening it got washed into to have it go down this narrow cave system to then be smashed up, wedged between basically boulders and a roof? Yeah. You know, it's just kind of, it's very, it belies uh, uh, explanation to me to be naturally just flooded car gets wiped into this uh, cave. It just sits there. Can you imagine it's being on our Instagram account for sure? I know yeah. that. Can you, can, can you imagine being the guy that was on the acid trip that woke up in the cave? Yeah. <laughs> but the cool thing of the car, the car, that car was actually manufactured in Minneapolis, yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, that's where that like car was made. Three hours. So it's kind of weird. It's very weird, isn't it? Mm. But it's oh, all natural. Uh -huh. 
Yeah. Some like Yoda type well. shit. <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> yeah, Yoda did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking sicko in any Yoda, real. I know there's a lot of us on here right now, but what other programs are like New York and Lux and and my friend with the head lice? What what, what shows are you guys working on now? Oh, uh, you guys were about to start a brand new series for the Kabbalah. Uh, Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that's what we're working on uh, next. We're gonna. Dive deep into the um, like the real meaning of the Kabbalah, the Tree of Life, and it's something we're really looking forward to because uh, it's probably some of the the most important information to put out there, so people can kind of figure out what it really is instead yeah. of all the disinfo hey, out there about it. Yeah. I think since you began, it's just been everything that you cover is it's imperative. We we need to know the kind of stuff, the, the kind of truth, what we need, um, and Every single fucking series you do, it just blitzes the previous one completely. They're just fucking incredible. Thank Every you. single one, just Thanks. one after the other. Fucking yeah, and I think I think even doing this, even people who like the Scarlet Horse series, maybe after we're done doing this, people could even go back and learn more. Yeah, that, that might yes. make more sense actually if you, you know, listen to the yeah, series that I, comes out next. I mean, also, mate, you get. You, you do get people who you, they'll try and uh, put their like their own perspective to it, sort of copy it in a way, but their own way. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying that it is what it is, really. Um, but still, it doesn't matter who does it. Uh, they, they don't come anywhere near uh, the level that you uh, that you deliver. Mate, I'm not just saying it. Well, and the hardest thing too is 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 trying to figure out what kind of agenda people have to be putting out the stuff that they're putting out. You know, are they trying to hide something? Are they trying to make money off of you? Or are they one of those illusionists? Look over here, not over there. Um, And that's really hard to that's really hard to sort out. Oftentimes, it is because I mean, uh, straight away off the bat is your show. It's not monetized. It never has been. You know, you're not you're not one of those shows. What? Um, now, I'm not, I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm just saying that you're not the show. One of those shows. What um, is uh, about wanting money for what you're uh, for the information you're sharing? That is, um, it's just admirable. Yeah, thank you know, that's not about one and you've got an agenda and that agenda is true. I think it's probably one of the reasons why I've not monetized my own show. Well, you know, you know, one, one, even of the, one of the reasons why too, and I think I said it, well, I didn't say it, I typed it in chat, but like they were talking about it yesterday when I was on a Spiritual Gangsters with Teresa about, you know, that I don't charge. And yeah. I said one of the reasons why, and, and this is like, you know, actually why for me just... For that, you know, I don't like charging is because, like, you know, like, if I'm, if me and Lux are trying to explain, explain magic or how magic works and this or that, or, like, just touching on certain things, um, people, in my opinion, are totally oblivious to, don't really totally understand magic. 
You know what I'm saying? And then end up, in, unfortunately, when they think they do, they end up hurting themselves more. I'd hate to charge someone to misunderstand my shit and actually be more fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I would feel like a complete <laughs> asshole if someone actually paid to do that. You know nah, what I'm saying? Itself. So that's another reason why, too. You know? That is in itself, mate. Is, uh, and more in, in ways of being um, an admiration. Because you're just being... You, you are... You're just honest. You know? And honest there is is easier said than done. Well, and the thing that really bothers me that's become very popular in the community over the last couple of years is that the information, because I have no problem at all. If you're a podcaster, right, let's say you're doing research, right? You're researching a subject and you're bringing this information honestly and truly to your audience and you've put in that hard yeah. work and time to do it. If people want to give to you, that's perfectly yeah, that, fine. Yeah, that's different. But to, <laughs> but to put it behind a paywall... And to be like, oh, if you want exactly to hear the what truth, I mean, mate. then yeah, you, know, exactly. you have to pay, uh, you know, a certain amount of money a month just to hear the truth. It's a total scam, and uh, it's, it's tarnishing the community, honestly. You, that, that's a better perspective, the, the words you've used. And that's what I, that's what mm -hmm. I mean, Lux. Thank you. Um, well, you know, yeah, back to what I, I was asking. Back to what I was asking. Um, what, what are we going to be seeing on the edge of the headlights here pretty soon? You guys oh, working yeah, on anything? There you go, there you go, yeah. Well, <laughs> next week we're going to do um, – first of all, i got to address that. First of all, I didn't know. I thought we could retire doing this podcast thing. Come on. <laughs> That's why I started the whole thing. I wanted to retire. Still might be able to, mate. <laughs> we, we wanted to get big enough to be like, hey, do you want a little more? We'll do the uh, gaming EA thing. Oh, like, you know, if you want nah. the rest of the episode, it's only like $1.50. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Again, no, we, we, we don't mean it in a bad way. It's just, no, 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 it's no, just no, that no. perspective. It's, I'm just, it's just that. That's my way. Oh, I really, I admire, and I only think. I always have admired. I'm only that way with like occultism and shit like that that can start people can you know warp their brains with I you know entertainment or anything else fucking go for it if you can make money do it I'm just yeah, you know, yeah, that stuff like with, uh, uh, I, I, I don't want to make money off of you getting fucked up <laughs> right. we don't yeah I just be uh, you know we're all but different yeah, like, like, at the end of the day yeah, yeah. like magic actual magic rituals and stuff I get where you're coming from man that's a dangerous road to go down if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? And and there's a lot of absolutely guys, absolutely not understanding how real some of it can get. And yeah, I, I would feel bad too. Where it's like, oh shit, man, they were paying me every month, and, and they went and did this, and yeah, no, that that's I am totally on board with that, man. I I agree with you on that. That's DARPA talking. Sorry. That's DARPA talking. Sorry. No, but back to the original question. Yeah, what, what are you guys doing? Background? Well, we got, like, we're probably, shortly, we'll probably do a Bill Clinton kill list. Yeah. That's yeah. Our, probably the black neck. <laughs> I love it. Digging into that political uh, landmine, if you will. Yep. Brilliant. So we get aced out. You guys know what happened ahead of time. Yep. <laughs> All of a sudden, we were both in an accident. Same time, different vehicle. We were hanging on a doorknob <laughs> with a red scarf. Yeah, yeah. Exactly the same time. <laughs> yeah, we, we we committed suicide by shooting ourselves in the back. Uh, things like that. Well, well you know, we had a, I, st I don't want to interrupt you guys, but yeah. but but General will start laughing. The minute they told me I couldn't I couldn't talk about Sandy Hook, I did a one hour podcast oh. explaining the whole thing. Oh, and today, today the United Nations and UNESCO said I can't talk about 
Sauron, and I can't talk about Bill Bill Hates, and really? I can't really? talk, and I can't talk about the Red Shields. <laughs> so, so the first thing I did was I put up a podcast today with all their dirt. I know we, we've had we've had a few. Like, Runes was Nashville. an evil corporation. I think they're in charge of the world. Oh, <laughs> I think they are. But also they're doing like get a listener call, write us an email. So we're gonna do one on the Wendigo here, and that's really led me down a really deep rabbit hole already. Oh, I would imagine. Uh, that I'm kind of working on one. I'm doing like the who's the guy from Philadelphia? That's always Charlie guy. I actually oh I, Charlie I, from Always Sunny. Charlie from Always Sunday, I'm actually pulling to him, and I'm actually busting out for all these accelerators. Part of is that what was out you? That's really interesting one. <laughs> yeah, it's always kind of a yes. grab bag of what we're going to actually do next. But yeah, I think the next one on the block is probably the Clinton one, I think. Yep. The Clinton wow. Sounds full of that So that now on the po- – yeah. On the particle accelerators, are you guys going to be working, you know, like on the big one, or are you going to look at all of them in general? I got a map I'm making out. I'm actually doing the dots and the thing because I got an idea. Fantastic. Of an idea there. Because I actually just got one out of Leeds, South Dakota at the Cult of Dune. I mean, that's what I'm going to probably name the episode, Dune episode, but we're not talking about the movie. Yeah, not not, uh, Herbert's work, but uh, a different Dune. Yeah, they got the underground neutrino experiment. And they're actually yeah, hooked up with Fermilab. Yep. So it, I got a couple ideas on that. Well, you know, I can throw you a couple other uh, lines on that one, too. Um, keep in mind that a lot of those uh, uh, colliders are put on top of places that already have an electromagnetic disturbance in the first place. Yep. I already yeah. figured yep. that out. Yep. Oh, I got you, brother. So got you, brother. Yeah. it a little bit of a topple, you think? It's they're, yeah. they're messing with stuff they shouldn't be messing with. I'm gonna bring one over to Skinwalker Ranch. Do you know what? Do uh, exactly. Straight away, as soon as I thought about straight away. Let's, yeah, let's do it. Hey guys, I'd love to be on the head, edge of the headlights if you're gonna do a conversation on those electromagnetics and the uh, LHCs. That would yeah. be fun. Yeah, definitely. Check oh, yeah. Out. You can check out our email address and email your information and that. I'm not very tech savvy, neither is Marty. So yeah, no, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Well. pretty much the extent. Yeah. Uh, my stubbornness outweighs the technology, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, sometimes it has to. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. And that's a, that's a that's a good point that you brought up too about them, you know, doing certain experiments, or these accelerators, or government research on certain ley lines or certain, yep. you know, uh, geological formations. Like, you know, we just got done with our Skinwalker series, and it's clear that. There's so many different accounts that's coming from Skinwalker, from everything from Bigfoot to UFOs to, oh, yeah. uh, you know, giant wolves that are, like, mauling people and totally not... Bulletproof. Uh, they're bulletproof. And then when you look at the... <laughs> but when you look at the actual documents from the Gov about what the, the research they were doing there, some of that's, like, disinformation, and they were really doing no. much deeper, crazier stuff. Yep. And looking into some of those subjects, like, you know, they were looking into opening portals based on certain, um, like, times of the year when it would open up, and then you could send something through these portals. So it's sort of like a create-your-own-adventure in one of the, in certain of these oh, these places that... Of course, what's we're all on the playing board, too. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So it's a, that's definitely a really crazy location. Uh, and I think oh God, just yeah. based on the fact that the government researched it for so long and they have so much documents about it, 
that's a, like a case in point on what they're doing at these locations. Well, the, the fun thing to me with that is, is how much the government just goes, well, yeah, we just gave it up. We didn't find nothing. Oh, bullshit. You have documents here showing stuff that you found. Don't give us that. We gave up on it. We didn't find anything. Don't give me that. Well, what oh, they yeah. do, too, though, oh, is yeah. they switch the name of the program. Mm-hmm. So they'll say, oh, it's this <laughs> yeah, operation, yeah. and then two years later they'll get a funding for another operation, but all it's doing is replacing the, the name. It's the same yeah. research. It's, it's, huge it's, amount of money. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, huge, it's the huge. same program, just a, a new name for it. Well, it's like Pandora never went away. They just changed it to Tetra, and they yep. moved it over to the U.K. and Europe. Um, but guys, I'm going to throw a question out to all of you because now we've got a really wide variety of researchers here. What do you guys really think about these time slips? Because you guys have done a show. New York's talked about it. I've heard Lux talk about it. General and I have talked about it. What do you guys think about these time slips? And I'm just going to my, mute my mic because I'm inside of a big space. But I wanted to see how you got each one of you guys. What, what did you all find and where, where did you find yourselves leaning towards with these time slips? Go ahead, Lux. I'm going to time slip up to your guys' turn. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You you guys are good. You guys are good. I I mean, mean, in my opinion, really, when it comes to the time slip stuff, um, so if you put the tree of life and, and the Kabbalah together, what it looks like is that we are, especially when you look at the M theory and the way that modern physics has explained the way that dimensions intertwine and work together. Um, you put that right on top of the tree of life. It's the exact same thing. It's just in a three dimensional or four dimensional model, depending on the way you look at it. So if I'm, what I'm thinking is that and I'm going to go more into this into the next series that we're doing, there are certain places, and based on certain meditative practices, or even just anomalies, that it's possible to slip backwards in time, um, or to navigate that in the, uh, the astral plane, whether that be you doing you know, astral travel or something. Um, but I know even for me, doing a lot of the rituals that I once did, uh, it's it's possible, and I think what the government has done is they've weaponized and understood how it all works, and they have entire programs built around it. And, um, yeah, it, it's a lot of different factors with, that make it possible, but certain locations, certain materials in that location uh, are really important for, and, and the person and their innate abilities to travel back and forth through these different dimensions uh, with certain meditations is absolutely possible. Right. Right. Incredible, mate. Incredible. Uh, yeah, touching uh, on some of that. Okay, Malama. I, I think when, when it comes to the government, unfortunately, I don't think sometimes they fully understand what they're doing. I think they understand a process. Yeah. And, and they're, they're making it activate. But sometimes I'm not sure how fully aware they are of what they're actually tampering with. You know, oh, absolutely. It's like, yeah, hey, we absolutely can make it do not. this. Uh, well, what uh, does that do? We're not yeah. sure, but it might be good, might be bad. We I, don't know. I actually, I think that myself, you know, I think that they know a bit. Well, I think they're winging most of this. 
Oh, yeah. You know, I think it's dangerous what they're doing. Because, obviously, it, it, I'm just saying it as how I, how I see it. Yeah. To me, sometimes it almost seems like the, uh, the, the, the problem of just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. A lot of times they just do it because they can. Yes, yes. You know? totally and, right, and, uh, totally right. It's and like, then figure out, oh, shit, we caused a problem. Well, we'll figure it out. Don't worry about yeah. it. You ever see that? Keep so pushing what? that button. It should get better, right? No, man, no. <laughs> it doesn't always get better. You ever see that movie, The Mist? By, uh, it's a Stephen King book. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's really, that's, I see that being totally possible. Uh, the government oh, yeah. the government well, did that by accident. Yes, mate, yes, 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 I have. Actually, that's quite good, actually, isn't it? The, yeah, the, the, the Mist and there's all them fucking mad... It's, it's just weird that, I'm sorry. It's just weird that you bring up that movie, The Mist, because just recently, China created a magnet yeah. that's ten thousand times more powerful than the Earth magnetic field. Oh, oh. They just can. Just for shits and grins. Why? For shits and grins. Because they can. Because it, it's a world record now. But that's what actually funny. Fuck? If you look at the Mist books, the Mist story, that's what they were fucking with. At yeah. the military base was magnetic fields. Yeah. Yep. Man, I'm very confused. What was it made? Well, you know, no. guys, um, that was the same thing that the Nazis were doing with the bell. Correct. And yes. that's and we also have the dual um, counter spinning magnetic fields from the big LHCs and oh, the small yeah. ones. Yep. That's um, all on at the same time. Uh, wow. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, it, well, you know, most of the places that we see anomalies, whether it's Bigfoot or, or strange lights or unidentified flight objects. Um, we have uh, strange earth anomalies too, as far as yeah. earth movement is where we already have a, a high potency of um, electromagnetic field anyway. So, you know, what, what kind of game are these people playing? Um, Gary Wayne, or yeah. Um, <laughs> Gary Wayne the other day when we were on, um, brought up something. Um, possibly opening a portal and then you tie that in with new york patriots and lux's work and that's exactly what they said they were going to do or trying to do with the uh, paperwork that they had out there and that's the reason why i asked you guys about the time slippage because wouldn't the electromagnetics be affecting yes i think i think everything is based on magnetism and electromagnetism yeah, I mean, you know, like electric and then like, you know, magnetism. I mean, as basic as that sounds, but I think like if you're going to, yeah. I see how all that shit yeah, honestly really shot, makes man. sense with, I think, really? trying to fuck around with portals is having a gigantic, yeah. electro, you know, magnetic well, field. It's seasonal, too. It's not always the same location. These locations change based on uh, these galactic seasons. The same way we have spring, right, summer, you know, things like that here on Earth. As so above, so below. We right. same way on, uh, you know. There's a long percennial cycles where these different locations, where that energy is at, changes based on where we are, you know, around the sun and shit like that. But I mean, yeah, it's they. It's wild. If I'm, if I'm asking too many questions, somebody just shut up. But I'm just saying, you bring up a good point about it, the galactic cycles and that. I wonder if anybody's actually looked at the sun is in its hype cycle right now for like for a couple of years. Yep. I wonder if anybody's looked at the different anomalies that show up during that time compared to the downtime of the sun. Because that's a big influence mm -hmm. on our planet. 
Right. They're hit by solar storms like every day. It seems like recently. And and I know, like you said, the the magnetics and electric seems like a simple answer, but it really does affect so much shit. Uh, the magnetics alone affects so many different little things in our everyday life. Not even touching into obscure paranormal stuff. I mean, we may don't realize it, but yeah, the electromagnets around us constantly are affecting little changes in everyday atmosphere that you're at. Well, and so, it, yeah, it affects it affects mentality, behavior, oh, yeah. it, health. Hell yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to change a lot in order to, to have those effects. No. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you look at the uh, the Gateway Project from the what is it the was it seventy five NY yeah or seventy eight yeah, it's before the eighties yeah so essentially the CIA puts out this document this document it's called uh, you know Project Gateway the Gateway Experiment uh, where they are messing around with different hertz different frequencies and uh, electromagnetics and they're trying to understand how it's possible to do all this astral travel and everything and i mean they in those documents and others too they have it to like they know the exact hertz that they can use to make you have a headache and they can do it uh, utilize this different frequency to make people feel a certain way whether it be just two people or a whole population uh they're able to understand like how these different frequencies and hertz interact with the human body so they're even messing up with the they're even messing us up with their our natural entunement with the things around us right it's it's, it's vile how they're doing it right um, the the proper messing with people's fucking entire uh, system the brain how they're thinking um, and i mean it's, it's only little like snippets of what we're being told they're capable of doing i mean what is the extent of what they can really do to us i don't know, you know i wonder what, what it is. <coughs> it's funny that we're we're talking about this because like actually in a way this is kind of what we were even i guess me and lux were trying to get into even with our kabbalah series to kind of almost right. get into this at the end i think kind of like wrapping it up it's almost like even getting into yeah. what we're talking about now Right. So. Um, I think, some of that stuff I think, with, with uh, being able to affect us with frequency and things like that, as much as I am a giant fat nerd and I love movies and games and everything, it's not that crazy anymore, a sci-fi idea, that even through our, our television shows, that they are messing with different frequencies to affect how somebody is thinking when they're watching something. Absolutely. I mean, we nailed it, dude. Absolutely. Movie companies that are actually using infrasound in their films to try to heighten uh, tension. And it's, you can't hear it, but your body picks it up because our bodies are way more sensitive to this stuff than I think we give it credit for. And, and I do believe there are some of them that have figured out ways to at least subtly manipulate how people react and and will think i mean you look at how many shows are out now how much just visual media is out there right now and like i said i'm a giant nerd and i will sit and watch hours of stupid shows all the time you know you know it's you know people 
that watch these shows all the time and how much is they being affected? You know, how many of these networks are they running this experiment in the background? You know, you know, what's a really good example of, uh, of like, even with like sound and like making people like feel certain ways. If you were to like, to go back to like eighties and 90s horror movies and took out the soundtrack or the music. Yep. Totally different movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. They yeah, would sure. get you worked up from the subtle sounds behind everything prior to yep. the actual scene. Well, you know, those the right there like, is a perfect example of how sound is being used to build people up to something. Look at look at the the film, the first Paranormal Activity. There is almost no visual in that entire film. It is all done by the sound of things off screen happening that builds yeah. that tension. I mean, and then that's a blatant use of that sound affecting how you are are reacting to it let alone some oddball weird hurts you know that is being played in the background that you're not even aware is there yeah. you know that kind of thing like 20 30 years ago it was like oh that's a crazy max headroom fucking sci-fi kind of concept but i i don't think it's that sci-fi anymore i, I don't no. put it past it and a lot of people go well our government wouldn't do that Dude, have you not seen the, the experiments that the U.S. has done on its own people and admitted to? How much other shit have they done that they aren't admitting that they experimented on as well? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unreal. Well, yeah. well, you know, and the other thing that you get into, too, is is there are so many subtleties that they can use, whether it be sound frequency or light frequency or oh, yeah. even, even the frequency of, of strobes that they put on the televisions and in the movies. Yep. Um, you know, it, it, I'm sure a lot of people sit in front of the television and think they're having time slips. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, mate, I was not surprised. <laughs> Just like having a time slip, but not knowing anything about it. <laughs> Fucking zonked. Well, now, yeah, New uh, York and Lux, you guys are going to be working yes. on the Kabbalah. Yes. And then uh, Edge of the Headlights, you guys are going to be working... You said you had a second show that you were you were talking about working on. Um, we had the Bill Clinton kill list. Then we had a no oh boy. Yeah, then we had um, a customer request or a listener request right listener request for the Wendigo. So we may dig into a Wendigo story. Wendigo. And then who knows oh. from there, man? See, now that would you know, be cool because you know somebody somebody that's on here with us keeps asking me about Wendigo, and I don't know a dang thing about him. I'm not done any of the research. I have been wanting to uh, cover <laughs> Wendigo for a long time. Mate. Uh, I definitely don't want to listen uh, to our episode <laughs> it's, uh, oh, it's one of those just fucking fascinating uh, mythos, I guess. Um, oh, absolutely. I, did, you, did you get a chance to see the, the film? I think it came out last year, a film called Antlers. What now? Antlers, it's called, the film. No, I haven't got uh, it. Obviously, mate, I think it's one of Del Toro's. Uh, yep. um, mate, I was very surprised. I thought she was brilliant. <laughs> well, we'll probably have to mention uh, it on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. But sure. I, I got a, I got a really dumb. I got a dumb. This actually, to me, this is a dumb question. I've been to this paranormal stuff. Can somebody explain to me the exact purpose of the Kabbalah, please? <laughs> to, um, <laughs> two of the best uh, to uh, speak about that. Out. New York Patriot looks. They all get any better. Oh, I mean, I guess I'll simplify it. I think it shows you how you've gotten into the Matrix and how to leave it. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, that's, that, that is absolutely the simplest answer. Okay, because I know I what this. I'm going to say the knowledge I have on the Kabbalah. Okay, the only famous person I know that actually uses it is Tina Turner. I'm sorry, but uh, also I'm just saying, I know that used for meditation to alter your your brain waves and that. Is it is that basically what it's for? Is for calming and relaxation, and allow you to see other things that are quite out of the spectrum of normal sight. It's a tricky one when it when it comes to the Kabbalah. It's all of those things. Like it just it's so layered. But like NY said, it's the outline of this matrix, and the whole study of uh, at least the the secret society that I was in, the Golden Dawn, really focuses on um, how the how that structure is formed and how to move around that different structure, different realities, and how frequency, light, how. It, it, how all of all of the different factors of a magician can that they perform can help you move along that different path. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too with the Kabbalah is is um, think about game hacks. The Kabbalah is filled with things that if you do them right, they are supposed to be able to hack the matrix that we're in as well. And yeah. if you look at some of the biggest practitioners, um, they definitely hacked something. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know what's funny. I think in that song "Devil Is a Lie" with Jay Z and uh, who the fuck is that other dude? I forgot his name. He says something about cheat code in that song, and I was like, "That dude's talking about magic right there." That prick. <laughs> yep. Yep. Damn Jay Z. Yo, Rick Ross. Him yeah. and Rick Ross. <laughs> you know, I'm an I'm an awful one because I always ask questions. Because a lot of people that listen to us, they don't. They don't understand how much time it takes for us to get the information because they're, they're, they're seeing us in an hour or two, you know. Yeah, so yeah. here's another one for all of you. What have you guys found the hardest part of trying to do the research? I mean, especially lately. Uh, you know, from, uh, uh, I'll just tell you, the censorship, <laughs> the censorship yeah. and, and the way that they are blocking access to what we used to be able to get to is probably the hardest one for me. That's a good shout, Raven, actually. Yeah, I wouldn't even thought of that. But, I mean, I'd say recently with the stuff that we have covered, uh, I mean, just recently, like, there was no, I didn't seem like, it wasn't like a tough thing to cover, but I we did have to pick and choose what episodes we sent out to YouTube, re, you know, oh. recently. So, like, I, I never even thought of how, like, yeah, that has been a fucking issue, I guess, with this last series. I... I I didn't put out part two on YouTube because I was like I know I'll get a strike for something. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it's like if people who just listen to our YouTube they didn't get part two because of fucking censorship. Right. I didn't want to risk it. It's crazy, uh, yeah. man. It really is. Yeah, it's definitely changed over the years, especially the last ten. Uh, I mean, if you go to research a subject, even if you depending on the browser you go to, it's going to bring up different stuff. But yes. the search results that were available five years ago are no longer there. They're gone. Yeah. That's why I screenshot everything. I put everything onto a hard drive. I like because I, I know that this information is probably not going to be there when you try to Google it. So it does make research really hard because it's just it's it's being censored out the yeah. ass on every one of these, yep. you know platforms yeah you know it's you know it's funny and because of that every show that i think we've ever done for the most part um on my end because i'm the I, like i make all this shit anyway so i've gone out and gotten external hard drives but like even every single screenshot or anything that 
I shared for the shows. I even save on the external hard drives just so I know, like, I can even go back and look at what I had then. You know, if you can't find it anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is not hooked on to anything. There's no way they can get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. See, but recently, we like, I agree with, like, with the Google search and that. It's really censored. But this isn't a blatant call out. We're not sponsored by this company, but I found out going to Duck, Duck Go, we've had better, I've had better luck researching stuff. Because, and it actually came out and said they actually kind of censor stuff too, but so I'm trying to find a different browser where I can go and, like, the, anything. It, let's say if General put out an article about UFOs are made out of squash, I can find it. Yeah. So, you know what? You know what? What's weird with DuckDuckGo for me? I've used it like on and off for a while, and I it never really did much extra for me except for some reason, and I don't know. I don't know why. If it was just coincidental, but when we when we covered the order of Quetzalcoatl and we covered the Shriners, it was a lot easier for me to find their lodge sites. On oh, there, really? like, like, yeah, like I could just type in like Shriners and Quetzalcoatl Lodge, yeah. and hit you know whatever search, and like I might find yeah. like I found ones like Arizona, you know whatever. Like they would actually kind of pop up, or you'd find other sites with links to find them. But like if I did that on Google, I didn't find any of that. But besides right, that, so I've like, never noticed a difference actually. Yeah, so like probably quite surprising the difference in that uh, that aspect. I guess that's good. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good for those those series for the. Sh- for the jesters and the Quetzalcoatl yeah. series, but for, but for me, I don't know why anything else. It's actually hasn't like really done much extra for me. But I have heard people say it's really good for them. Well, you know, for me, uh, a lot of times I go to straight to websites. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard. Uh, I know New York's heard me, but um, a lot of times I go I go I go straight to uh, websites. So like the National Institutes of Health. And those kind right. of websites, I've noticed I've had a lot more time, uh, trouble getting access, and I've also noticed that I've had a lot more trouble getting the search parameters to read because I know specifically what I'm looking for. Right. And I yeah. do that I do that at university sites too. Um, have you guys noticed that, that you guys have been having more trouble getting more direct answers, let's say it that way, out of, out of your searches? Oh, yeah. To me, yeah. I, I definitely think the worst example of this whole thing – um, is the fact so that the Internet Archive is now being edited and changed. Oh. So yeah. at, at one point, really? there was, if you had the Internet Archive, wow. it's a site that's just going to give you, originally, it's a site that's going to give you all of the backlogs, all yep. of, uh, all the hits that anybody has ever done on a site. You go now, like, f- for example, uh, the um, series that we just finished up was about this cult called Fellowship of Friends. Now, you can find Brilliant. some stuff on Google about it, but you go to the Internet Archives, it's like this guy doesn't even exist, like the guy oh, who shit. started this cult, which is a lot of weird, nefarious stuff around him. He kind of seems like another one of these guys that was propped up to start a cult. But anyway, it, it, it's... You'll find out weird... Archives, and the records, it's all gone. Weird and random stuff about it, but not really a damn fucking thing about that one dude. You saw it, right? Like the guy, Robert Burton, you, you fucking know nothing about him except for his pictures and that he was, and from other people's accounts, the only thing I really know about him is he was just trying to fuck everybody. Like, I mean, that's, that's all. Yeah. But nothing, like, where was he from? This and that, you know. Male, female, most likely animals of some sort. Does it move? Welcome to the church. 
<laughs> no, it was yes, only dudes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I, mean, I know that I haven't, I haven't had a chance to listen to it. I know the phenomenal uh, series, mate. It, brilliant, brilliant. Thank this you. is what I mean about the material uh, that you cover. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's incredible, mate. And they got like a whole it department, a whole department in fucking Google, too. Which is, which is <laughs> yeah, insane. Yeah. It kind of explains everything, right? Like, if, if this group is involved with Google, then of course all their shit's going to disappear off the Internet Archive. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah. Very good yeah. point. That's all our point. DARPA training. <laughs> I have a thing about DARPA. I really don't like them, guys. Mm-hmm. about you, mate? Therapy. We went to the re-education. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, finding stuff depends on what I'm looking up. I have found recently anything that even fringes on political controversy sends me down to just absolute useless sites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely. Well said. Some bullshit where it's like, no, these guys are great. Like, no, they're not. <laughs> I know that they did this horrible shit. That's the biggest one I I have found is it just sends me down to this useless propaganda. Uh, but in general, with with looking stuff up, I have found the the biggest problem, especially I, I think earliest was with the UFO stuff. Um, there is so much disinformation that's put out there. It's really hard to focus on what is factual and what has been bullshitted and pulled up. It's oh yeah. Really hard yeah. to sift through the, the uh, chaff from the wheat really. Yeah. Uh, what is actually there? It's like, Oh yeah, this seems like a really good story. It seems like too good a story. Uh, well, is this bullshit? Is it not? I, I don't know. You, well, you know, I have to kind of make a, a judgment call on your own. I challenged a friend of mine. He was talking about, you know, all the transgender. And look, y'all, I got nothing against any of those. I, got, I don't care what alphabet letter they choose. I got no problems yeah, with it. But but I challenged this guy, a friend of mine. I said, look, man, um, if you think there's not an agenda, type in um, TG or uh, transvestite and see what comes up. And what he noticed was, is like, there are so many images online now that they've put on that are screen shopped <laughs> you know shopped and chopped yep um and they're trying to make it look like it is a common thing right but all you have to do is is just look he said you uh, i shouldn't have done it because he sent me <laughs> way more than i wanted to see no, no. But, you could act, but but you could actually see that they are intentionally trying to create an impression that this is a normal thing yeah. Um, but if you actually look at the photographs that they've been put, they've been filling the online world with, um, these are photoshopped. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really good, I mean, that's one very specific example, but there's a really good example of the agenda at work and how much work they're willing to do to push it. Oh yeah. yeah. No, like here in the U S the, the actual trans population that, that is affected by laws or what have you is is a fraction of a percent but if you watch our news you would swear that every other person in the country is trans (laughs) no you're right you're right you're right well it's it's like they they put this agenda and and they do it with everything oh yeah they They did it with the heat minority is the norm and it's it's not 
They do it with the weather. They do it with the with the crime. They do. And what's really funny is, is when it comes to crime statistics, they never tell you the overall. They only tell you the stuff that they want you to see, which is oh, like yeah, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I was. That's the reason why I was asking. Yeah, that's the reason why I was asking you guys if you were having trouble doing research because. Um, a lot of the stuff that I've been getting into is like almost impossible to get straight from a search yep. engine and they won't let you in libraries anymore. What the heck's up with that? <laughs> what? Crazy. I'm the libraries, I'm mate. Crazy. I'm a member of a library, dude. I'm like, we put a PSA out. Crazy, on. mate. We need to make a comeback. So well, you know, I'm a... in, this, in this group here needs to write several books, donate them to the library, and they'll hang on to them for at least a year. You know, I'm a member of the local, uh, you know, community library, but like I used to be able to walk into any university library, uh, especially oh, yeah. with my with my credentials. And I could do any research I wanted to, even if I had to have assistance for some of the texts, you know, some of the books. Um, today, those universities are denying entrance, which is like, what the heck? I, I'm honestly not that shocked by that. No. It's, for, for places of higher learning, they seem to hold on to what they have. And not want anyone to learn. <laughs> That's kind of my opinion anymore of them. Okay. Yeah, it's just creating a, a total control of the information that people get. And so they think that, you know, whatever they see on Google, it yeah. must be true because that's the only information that they're getting. Here's a, here, here's a really good example. So a, a couple of months ago, uh, we had done a series, um, <laughs> and it was about the Royal Order of the Jesters, okay? So the Royal Order of the Jesters is, first you have to be a Mason, then you have to go into, you have to become a, a Moose Lodge member, and then after you do that criteria, then finally, if you happen to get invited into this inner, inner secret society called the Royal Order of the Jesters... Um, that's where things get really crazy because we uncovered in that series that there were human trafficking uh, scandals oh, going on, and uh, they were doing some really. I mean that that fucked us up. That series was bad, man. I mean wow. th- these these were this order was trafficking people all around the world. Um, they were doing some really bad shit, right? So, but when you go back and you look at the webs, like okay, maybe a different. Um, uh, news organization covered that when it was happening in New York because that's where a lot of the cases of where this you know human trafficking was getting busted from. If you look it up, it sends you to a totally different website than the actual news article. Yo, so many of them were like that. It, yeah, it, uh, it would be like, fuck, what was it like the Chicago something or it was like some kind of like news article that she put out all this stuff in and you click on it and it took you to something completely different. Like they changed it, but like in the link itself, in the link itself, you can read that like as you're clicking on it, you can even see in the text that it's like what this lady's talking about. Click on it, completely different article, a completely different site. Well, I'll tell you what really, what really takes me off about a lot of stuff that they're doing online is they will go in and edit it and leave the original date stamp. Now that used to be wow. not allowed oh, yeah. for journalism. Yeah. Wow, that's that's I don't know anymore. I don't think of most journalists as journalists anymore anyway. They're, they're, that's they're, true. They're, that's true. They're that's at, at best an opinion writer. 
uh, at worst, a shill <laughs> for whoever's paying their check and say, hey, this is <laughs> Wow. Well, well, you know, I pulled up an article. I was, I was doing... I was doing background on the, uh, let's just say, the effects that we're seeing from these uh, pinpoints of light that they're giving everybody. Um, (laughs) But I was was doing research, and what I had noticed was is that the New England Journal of Medicine and the New York Times both had changed their articles. And the only reason why I even noticed is because I had screenshot them. They didn't change. They didn't change the date. They didn't change the byline. Or the uh, or the uh, title. What they did was is they changed the statistical data inside the article, and wow. I was like, "Holy crap!" Um, oh my god! <laughs> um, but anybody who would have looked at, let's say you guys looked at it last week, and I looked at it this week, we would have had two completely different opinions, That's and it was it would, wouldn't have been our fault. It would have been no. because we saw the article a week apart. Which is crazy, because, I mean, honestly, you can fake statistics to say whatever you want to start with. Yes, sadistic. You know what I mean? <laughs> what made you even oh look into God. that, uh, Raven? I'm sorry? What made you even look into that uh, points of light type thing? What made you look into that? Where did you hear that first? Because I just heard of that recently from Trump, but I don't know if somebody else said it before him. <laughs> well, you know, uh, there's two more things we're talking about. There's two different things that we're talking about. The first one is, is the points of light that go back to the uh, bloodlines. And the first time I ever heard it was uh, the points of light when George Bush gave his sp- speech. I say Bush, Bush. And at the same time, uh, yep. And, and at the same time, our, our darling um, over in England, the counterpart for Reagan, what was her name? Thatcher. Thatcher. Thatcher yeah, said the same thing in her speech. Beautiful woman. Fit. Beautiful man. Right. Are y'all higher one? Oh man, she's bam. But, uh, but that's, the, the thousand points of light go back to the bloodlines, and their right or their claim to uh, everything. Yeah, everything. Um, pretty much everything. Uh, yeah. well, but but uh, the thousand points of lights I was referring to are the ones that we're seeing all these effects uh, from that are causing people not to feel well. Yes, mate. Think, uh, think about how those two things directly connect, too. Uh, absolutely. Bloodlines, absolutely. they're putting this into our blood, changing bloodlines, changing DNA. It's wild. Well, you know, I'm getting ready to do, uh, I'm getting ready to do an expose on uh, the genetic testing for genealogy companies. Yes. Oh, and, and you, mate. You, you talk about, you talk about, you talk about getting stonewalled doing research, yo. <laughs> Oh God, I bet. Why would anybody want to spit in it too much? Because my, my mom, my mom is big into genealogy. Uh, no, but my mom goes to like libraries and does all the actual reading of the books. Oh yeah. That's Why would you yeah. want to take your DNA, spit it in a tube, so they can clone you and use you for whatever else they want to use you for? Well, yeah, but it, here's the other yeah. thing that's a problem. Is okay. Let's say all of us in the show right now said, "No, we ain't doing this." We're, absolutely, no, no. And I didn't. I refused to. No, I won't. But let's say your brother did or your uncle did. Guess what? <laughs> they can track you too. Right. So I imagine that everybody in the United States, once they got hooked into the – and, hey, you know what, New York and, and Lux, this fits into your folks out there in Utah who runs the biggest genealogy site. Yeah, they do. In the United totally States. Right. They totally do. Oh, they had oh. that family oh. and I think uh, – 
It's not the uh, LDS. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> man. <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> Well, and, and think about this too, in that series that we, when we were covering Skinwalker Ranch, essentially it's these, well, it's a bunch of Mormons who are out there, you know, getting government funding to do this research at Skinwalker. Now they're claiming that they're looking at UFOs and things in the sky, but if you look at the ATIP documents, which is the name of the, the actual um, operation, they're talking about how to edit DNA. I don't know oh, yeah. how that has anything to do with fucking... UFOs, but (laughs) took billions of dollars, and these Mormons um, are more or less taking Skinwalker Ranch. They bought it, and if you look at the documents, it's scary, scary shit. You know what's 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 scary looks as well. These these cats, they're still fucking, still working as if like the like normal people. Yeah, they're, they're far from normal. Well, see, and the interesting thing is, is when you look ah, at the group, look at the group we have right here in this podcast. We are all doing research that interweaves just like a mat. Right. Um, so we're probably all on the hit list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that out loud. <laughs> I, do, I do have a. I want to. Back- I pretty much assume that we're on a hit list of some kind. I want to backtrack a minute. Um, Lots, you're the one that's talking about the Royal Order of the Jester. Mm. Yeah. Um, did you find any connection to the Bohemian Grove through them guys? Oh, good question, not right. Well, I guess I mean if you, if you go by like what some people um, that probably were jesters or at least Shriners admitted to be Shriners, some of them I have I know have actually been at Bohemian Grove, like Reagan. I mean, he was a Shriner. I don't know if he was a jester, but he's been to you know. No, he was a jester. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah. Guys, don't don't some of the jesters wear an alpine. <laughs> See, the question is, because I have never heard of the royal before this podcast. Right now, last twenty minutes, I have never heard of the royal order of the jesters ever. Mm-hmm. This is the, oh, the oh, okay. this is exactly what I mean about the occult rejects. Uh, <laughs> Neither did I until Lux brought it. <laughs> yeah, when when that got covered, uh, that was. Ah, I got 12 months ago. But yeah, like, yeah. Um, that's just off the top of my head, that. Uh, but um, look, I'd never even heard of the Jesters or the Shriners, and I was like, fuck, he's, he's just... Uh, I feel bad now because we defined oh, the man. Jesters Shriners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys, what it really boils down to, at least for me, and I'm sure NY would agree, like when we were in these secret societies that we were in, it seemed as though there was always another inner order, another secret society within yeah, yeah, another yeah, secret yeah, society. Like a knock on effect. Oh, yeah. and, and that's exactly what they're doing with masonry, shrinerism, and mm. all different secret societies. It's as long as if you fit the bill for what these yeah. deep inner yes. orders want you to I do for it. them. So, for example, with the Royal Order of the Jesters, all of them are cops. They're all judges. They're all lawyers. They're all very predominant, important people. But you have to be a mason first, and you have to be a shriner first, and then you can get by invite only into the shriners. So brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, to me, it's like all these inner orders feed into each other, man. That's that's weird because anybody on video can see me. Nobody, the podcast can't see. I have my fingers holding up. I know two guys like that right now, personally. 
that wow. fit that criteria. Wow. Yeah. Man, isn't it about my age? Right. Isn't it insane the way that all of our research overlaps constantly? Oh, and God. we're going and we're not working together. No, that's the man, crazy that's the crazy thing. I don't know any of you people. What? I don't even know where I'm at right now. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> but it's, it, I think it says something to the I says I think it says something to the situation that we're in and what we're seeing, you know. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, that's what I was even yeah. saying before. Like, I like we've we we know someone. Uh, his name is Liege. That it does like Randonautica, and like he, the way he even looks at stuff has like goes along with the way we view certain things. But he's doing it from a different angle. Then there's like this right. guy, um, Carl, that we had on Carl the Crusher, who's been like studying the fucking glyphs and like tunnels and weird shit over at Skimwalker Ranch, and he's even like kind of like looking at it in a way that we would too. And uh, it's, it seems like it, it is very, that, that's what makes me think that like, there is like maybe a change going on or maybe people are more open-minded. Cause it seems like people who are into different things are, do find like more of a, a commonality or a basis. Like we would be able yeah, to talk to them are. just like we're talking to you about a topic and all see the same thing, but just in our way of looking at it. I do see a lot of that happening, and I think that's pretty fucking cool. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I think even in the last 20 years, some of the stuff we're talking about, I would probably not have talked to the average person about (laughs) face-to-face because there was a certain stigma to to being, oh, God, you're fucking weird. You believe that? But I think it's become more common. And I don't know about you guys, but – to me, it, there's almost an atmosphere, like in the air, of things coming to a head quicker than I was anticipating. Uh, like something is going to come to a head at some point. Not Definitely. Like next six months, but it's it's I think exponentially speeding up to maybe uh, more disclosure of of things that are happening. You know, we know for me, no, 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 but uh, yeah, no, like with with just in general of weird stuff. I mean, you even look at the U.S. government who in the last two years has been like, well, yeah, here's some shit. We don't know what it is and throw it out there, even if they do know what it is. Ten years ago, that's not something they would have done. You know what I mean? I, I think the general public has a much more open view to bizarre things happening. And it just oh, kind yeah. of sometimes feels like there's just kind of a snowball rolling up to something big coming. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, why. We know. yeah it, it, it's like um, it, it's, they're just like preparing us, ready for something, something daft what's going to happen. Like, oh, yeah. It, it's always going to be something else. And then, you know, they got COVID. And then we've got, we've got the old um, monkeypox. What yeah, can yeah, only be, uh, is it passed back down through the, the transcendent uh, and that kind of uh, folk, uh, so to speak? Yeah. I don't know, uh, but it's uh, convenient. Oh, they're definitely preparing us for something, that's for sure. Been, like, yeah. If you look at the lockstep documents, the, the Rockefeller lockstep documents, Rockefeller lockstep. The, the different scenarios that they outline are one, a giant virus that spreads around the world so that they can lock the world down, change economies, bankrupt okay. all okay. of the different you know nations while they pocket all of the profits. And then the next step 
is a fake alien invasion that would unite oh, humanity. So, like, it's like, you know. I Under our about. banner of, of benevolence. Right. See, but with that, I, I, I think that kind of backfired on them because with that lockstep thing, yes, we had a worldwide virus. Right. I can argue that. People did die, but our blah, blah, blah. But I think that bit him in the ass because that allowed us people in this room and thousands of other people that were locked at home and like, Kyle, I'm bored. Oh, what's this weird book on the shelf? Let's look up the weirdest shit we can find. And that expanded everybody's knowledge. And it's like, uh oh, they kind of lost control of what's going on because there was more pieces of the puzzle allowed to them because everybody was at home doing nothing. Yeah. Does that make me one of the weirdest shit they can find? <laughs> I can find some pretty weird shit up here. Especially if you're talking about penguins. Yeah. Well, you know, Dang. I think that uh, I think that they made a serious mistake because they gave people in some places almost two years to oh, yeah. actually look at things when they didn't have time before. Exactly. Well, yeah, like, like uh, the first yeah. two months, they're they're figuring out what they want to do, but after a couple months, it's like, well, I'm bored. Let me look this up. And these guys aren't as crazy as I was led to believe. Yeah, well, yeah, for you sure, know, they move so sure. quick. They didn't, I don't know about they didn't you guys. that people no. were going to jump on board with, you know, actually researching the stuff. Okay, so for, like, as a magician, which a lot of these guys at the very top who are controlling all this bullshit, they understand magic. One of the most important principles about ma- magic, especially black magic, is that I have to tell you what I'm going to do before Karmic I law. do it. Yep. Yeah. So, like a lot of this stuff that we see in media and the events that are going on around the world, it's that. But yes. they totally underestimated the ability for mankind to spread the real truth and be critical of the narrative. They just, I don't think that they saw it coming. So I think things kind of have been flipped on their head for them. At least they didn't, pe- yeah. they didn't expect people to, to do what we're doing right now. <laughs> well, I, well, I know. think they expected more people to just follow in line. Watch TV. Yeah. yeah. And, and oh, here's, we're telling you what's going on. You just stay right there. We'll let you know what your next step needs to be. Well, you know, and I think they, they underestimated the human spirit to not want to be fucking told what to yeah. do. You know True. what I mean? True. Well, I, have, I have a story, like in South Dakota here, we didn't really have a lockdown, but I had neighbors. I mean, I have one neighbor in particular. I won't say their names. But they were completely terrified of this virus. They, oh, would, yeah. they would not step outside their house unless it was from their car to work, uh. work at home. And eventually, these people got to the point, they're like, fuck it. If we're going to die, we're going to die. And then they find out it's not as bad as what it actually is. Yes, people did die. I'll say that again. I'm not saying that people didn't die. But they need people are like, oh, it's not as bad as what the TV saying. And that's where everybody, that's where they lost control is because people just started going away from the TV and actually talking to their neighbors and saying, hey, yeah, I know such and such, then it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Well, hey, I'll tell you something else that I've noticed, guys. It's people who listen to me and then, you know, New York and Lux in general, and, and even you guys. Have you guys noticed people are starting to realize that we actually do some fucking research? Excuse my language. <laughs> but they, they thought we were just on the air blowing smoke up somebody's right. butt. They actually started listening to us <laughs> and realized that, oh, my goodness, they actually know something. Holy crap. They're quoting Herodotus? What the hell's with that? 
yeah, we, and that's why they want to censor all the information that's on the internet. Oh yeah, it's absolutely a control move. Yeah. All of it is yeah. about control. Like exactly what you were saying, Raven was. We had a interview. It was actually in our my studio in the basement, and his name was Cody. We have interviewed. He's like afterwards. He's like, hey, he actually told me about a UFO report he had, but he never thought of it that way before. But he's like, listening to us or any of us podcasts talk about how to look at something different. He's like, yeah, I actually saw a UFO because that's not in the plane. Yep. It's just getting different perspectives, like from us guys. Oh yeah. It's weird, but you kind of know our shit. Oh yeah. Well, and and the thing, I I just, for me, it was really hard to believe that, that you know I, I've got I've got alphabets behind my name, a whole string of them, and people yep. just thought I was blowing smoke, <laughs> and, and and then all of a sudden they start looking at they actually somebody actually looked at Herodotus, which I feel bad for him, and they uh-huh. realized that I was quoting historical text, yeah. and then they were just blown away, and it's like what do you expect us to do? Get on here and just rattle. There is no way we could r- just rattle this shit off in a sequence like we do. They well, act sadly, like it's fiction. Yeah, sadly, the problem is there again. We talked like earlier. We were talking about uh, some of these people putting out shows, whether they be podcasts, TV shows, where that's what they do. Yeah, they that's just true. Babble out bullshit, and and they're used to it being just a quote show. But it's yeah, like, I got no, you. We spend a lot of time. You know, looking stuff up like it's even even with our silly show where it's you know whatever. It's like man, there there is actually quite a chunk of time that is spent digging into some of this, and some of that like we barely scratched the surface on some of the subjects where it's like oh well, you know, do another full show on this. I'm a hard case host, y'all. So Lux, New York, Edge of the Headlights. How long do you guys think you spend just just say one hour podcast? How much time do you think you spend doing research? For me, I know it can go two or three or four days, a couple weeks. Yeah, it's, yeah we yeah, jam it yeah. into a week usually. At some point, I pick little bits of time. Like weekend, during the week, I work like Tuesday through Fridays. But like Sunday morning especially, I'll like brew up some coffee and just plan on I'm going to sit here and look a bunch of shit up. Oh, and yeah. it's nothing for three, four hours in that chunk just to go by. Oh, yeah. And then even like an hour before I get over here to record sometimes, I'm still looking little bits of stuff up. You're even taking a nap. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, it's multiple hours of just for a one-hour, one-off, oddball, say, missing 411 show. It's oh, yeah. multiple hours of, of just looking through stories and like, okay, well, this seems like bullshit. Oh, we covered that story. <laughs> and then digging into stuff. And, and when you get into some of the more interesting like uh, bizarre stuff, it, you can easily go down a rabbit hole for another couple hours and go like, "Oh fuck, I need to get back on task with this." You know, I mean, it, it's it's multiple <laughs> hours that get spent on on just looking stuff up. Yeah. I mean, I've told people that for an average hour long show for me, if I'm actually doing a subject, I probably spent twenty five to thirty hours minimum. Between uh-huh. listening to presentations, reading, listening to right. – I do I do PDF to, to speech. What about you guys, Lux, New York? Say that again. Ask me that yeah. again. It's a lot. I, I mean, especially for us, I think, and I can speak for NY when I say this, that you know we spend a lot of time doing the research. One, because it's impossible to find any information because it's all gone off the Internet. But right. two – 
that we want to get it right. We want to make sure that the information that we're presenting to the listeners is real, authentic, and researched to the very best of our ability. You know, it's it's um, shit. I don't. I, I definitely agree with what you said about the time length. You know, if you're doing one episode, it's going to take a couple weeks at least. Yeah. Well, I mean, for us, put it this way: like, if we do, I'd say like a. a <coughs> A three or four part series that probably took us like a month or five weeks to like you do that and record all of it. Like we could like if the, if it's four parts, we might research for two weeks and then do record the first and second part and then like still research more and then finish up the next one or two. But however, like parts there is to a series, there is at least probably a week's worth of research that went into that. So if it's a four part series, oh, yeah. I'd say it's at least a month that it took us to record it. And do everything. Yep. And yeah, speaking to an important thing that you said was being authentic with the fans and, and people that are Oh, listening. yeah. Like, like it, it'd be easy to come on here and just rattle off some random bullshit. But like yeah, us, when yeah. we started the show, the, the whole idea yeah. was to bring sometimes maybe obscure stories to people that maybe they hadn't come across. Um, and, and to be honest with them, I don't want to send them out with a, a line of bullshit, especially if they're going to turn around and be like, oh, man, I heard these guys say this, and it's complete crap. You know, there has to be some kind of authenticity to what you're doing. There, You have, to some extent, a, a social responsibility to them factual stuff, you know, not just fear-mongering and bullshit. New York will start laughing at me, but I've, I've said it numerous times. If you don't like how as a cop I am right now, you're not going to like my next show either because I'm not changing. <laughs> this is what you get. You're right, right. And it's one of those um, two where, I mean, you, you have to think about people listening and being honest with them. But like we've said, too, even if our show sucks and nobody's listening, we're going to keep making it until we get tired of doing it. You know? Yeah, there you go. As long as you're having fun, Absolutely. man, really. On air right? for the episodes, we've already had these discussions 20 other times. Oh, yeah. And never recorded them. It's like, it's just, me and Marty have always talked like this. Right. It's just stuff. always been weird stuff. Man, did you see that weird fucking light the other night? No, tell me about it. You know, <laughs> but it's just how it is with us. Well, see, that's me, uh, and I got to tell you guys, I really have enjoyed your shows. I kind of binged on them because uh, oh, I man, found thanks. out we were going to be with you. But uh, I really enjoy your shows because you guys play off each other really well. You can tell right. that you're friends, and there's no, no BS involved. And that's the sa- did, it's the same thing with New York and Lux. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, man, it's really appreciated, man. We yeah. really do. Thank you. Uh, did, did, did you avoid the first few shows? Because they were horrible. Uh, in my well, opinion, I'll tell you, hard if you, a lot of the guys start out with their podcast, and they, they like, can't stand their original two or three. But yeah. – uh, you know, I'll tell you, my first podcast I was I was trying to do. I used to do stand up, and I was trying to figure oh, out how shit. to how to. I was trying to figure out how to do it without an audience. You want to hear awful? Right. Go back and listen to my first one or first two or three <laughs> laugh podcasts. You want Waiting to get laugh, laugh at? at to kick in? Oh, oh no, dude! I had crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I was outside trying to trying to do the routine, and and I actually had crickets. No, uh, that's the last that's thing you want to hear, man. And I've heard not, that from a lot of people that they're like, yeah, no, everybody hates their early stuff. So oh, it's yeah. one of those where I think you're trying to find kind of your groove of how things are going to work. There you go. And in well, now, us, it's just we're bullshitting like we always do. It seems yeah, well, to work the best for us. 
New York and Lux, you guys have been working together the longest. How long do you think it took before you guys kind of found a, found a rhythm? I mean, people who are wanting to do this, they need to know this. Uh, I mean, for me, I I got to say it didn't take long. No, no, not really at all. I was going to say yeah. I pet goat, and I think that's the first topic we've actually really covered together. Mm-hmm. And that's not to make us sound cool or whatever. We just yeah. happen to vibe together. We have similar personalities. We're just slightly different in some ways. But, yeah, it's just um, for us, you know, I don't think it was that long. No, you know, and you know what the thing was? With. The thing I think was, too, is that, like, the way that we first kind of – I think we both saw, even just with, like, the first few series that we did, uh, it was quite obvious that like, we both had our own ways of looking at the topic, and it just seemed to fit anyway. You know what I'm right. saying? Because it just covered something in, in different aspects, and I was just like, well, might as well leave it like that because that's great. <laughs> So I never even it questioned about, like, yeah, yeah, it was just, and like, a lot of times, not to pat ourselves on the back, we'll come up with the topic, and, we, you know, we'll research it for two weeks, and then, like, we'll get together or whatever, and, like, but, like, we didn't, we kind of have an idea of, like, who's looking at what, but not how or where, and it always right. ends, yeah. it just always ends up to where things worked out fine, to where I actually didn't look at things that he did, or not, you know, it just, it's very weird, actually. It's, it's a synchronicity, yeah. 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 Uh, well, now, guys, have you guys ever just wished that that for both of you? Because you guys, you guys work in pairs a lot. Um, have you guys ever wished that you just caught your BS session on a recording? <laughs> you know, you know. Uh, well, I don't know. Most of, our recordings, most of our recordings feel like a BS session halfway through, anyways, because we get sidetracked so easy. And there's only two of us here, and that's how easily we're sidetracked. <laughs> but yeah, no, there, there are sometimes where, where I'll have stuff where I'm like, oh man, I wish we would have recorded that to throw into a show somewhere. Well, I, I'll use an example. <laughs> I have a portable recorder now, but we went to a Bigfoot conference last year in Minnesota and Grand, Grand Falls, yeah. Grand Rapids, Minnesota, went to a Bigfoot conference. And we were just bullshitting the car. I'm like, Christ, this would make a hell of an episode <laughs> if we could have recorded it. <laughs> we should have had this down. Damn but it. We were talking about all the stuff we were seeing and it just slid off on random tangents. And it would have been a really good episode, I think. It would have been entertaining. At yeah, least. at least. Maybe not as informative as it is just entertaining yeah, killer, on that one. But... Killer hobo, though. <laughs> yeah, no, just wild stuff. But, yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I get that. There are some times where it's like, oh. Uh, and, and I found if you try to recreate that. It doesn't work. You, you can't, yeah, it doesn't get the same click. It just feels very forced. Camino Health Home. Thing. Yeah, we had one episode where we had oh. to redo it. We actually went through uh, an episode of just and oh. we ended the episode with reading Tomino's Curse poem, yeah. which is, you know, supposed to be horrible. And we we're like, yeah, no, it's all bullshit. Yeah, no, the episode <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't play back. We couldn't get it to download. It was doing weird shit. And we actually had to record the entire whole episode again. And the bad thing about that is, after we recorded it the first time, I tried to get up out of my chair, and I damn near fell on my ass because my legs... Oh, wow. Yeah, it was... It was was not a good deal. (laughs) It was probably the weirdest moment we've had actually recording stuff. And, yeah, I mean, some of it, it still turned out like an all right episode, but there was some stuff it's like you just can't recreate. No, I'll tell you what, man. You want to hear me cuss and and, and bitch and moan? Uh, There's a couple of my podcasts I had to re-record because my system screwed up. Oh, Oh, I was mad. What about you guys? Lux, New York, you guys ever... Have just a BS session that you wish you'd have got on tape? 
Uh, we probably like an hour before each each podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that we do that. Yeah. I noticed that we do that. We I did uh, originally um, when we first started. There was times where I had recorded like our bullshitting beforehand, and we had talked about maybe putting some of it out, and then the hard drive on that computer took a shit, and I lost it, so. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that was, like, right at the beginning, before I started transferring shit to hard drives, you know, so. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, I, I like getting on StreamYard with you guys, because it goes out live, so people yeah. get to see, this is how we are, you know? Yeah. <laughs> For better or worse, this is how wait, we are. Un- unedited. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, this is live and not pre-recorded? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean we're not editing that out? How dare you say I'm talking shit about the Clintons? I don't want to die. Nah. Well, you know, for me, it's like uh, I was recording, and, and I actually, when I'm not doing this kind of format, I got a recorder, and then I transfer it. Man, for some reason, it stopped, and I did like 45 minutes of improv comedy before I realized. Now, you think about that. 45 minutes of improv comedy, just working off an idea I had, and then I looked down, and the stinking recorder had quit. You talk about going through the roof. You cannot. Oh, no duplicate that energy ever. Oh, God, no. Oh, my God, that's frustrating. And, and Has that happened to you guys? Your recorder's just not working? Uh, oh, he's, he's upside down. <laughs> uh, that happened a few times in the beginning, I think, with us. Uh, we had issues with, before I ever had, like, a mixer, I started using StreamYard. Because, like, between both of those, like, I'm, re- I'm getting it somewhere because I'm recording it on my mixer now in a waveform. And I'm recording it here on StreamYard. There was, like, times, I think, when I used, like, uh, OBS or, like, at one point, me and Lux used to just record through Discord. We would, like, go through a video chat channel, and I would just use OBS and record and, like, I think Audacity. And we did have issues where times, I think, we recorded shit and, like, neither, like, shit got fucked up or we had to redo it, I think, once or twice. So, see, everybody, we we have trouble, too. Now, we're at an hour and a half, y'all. So, um, oh yeah, and I do have to edge of the headlights. Edge of the headlights. Can you uh, tell everybody where we can find you? What platforms? If you got a web page, uh, we do not have a web page, but you can find us on Instagram at EOTH Podcast, uh, Twitter EOTH Podcast, and Discord at EOTH Podcast. And if you have any really cool stories you want to email us, we'll talk about just about anything. Um, it's at <laughs> EOTH Podcast at gmail.com. Sweet, right. sweet. How about you guys? New York, Lux? You can go, Lux. I mean, for me, just one thing I wanted to say. This conversation has been really amazing, right? And uh, what I've kind of gathered from it, like, especially after the last couple of minutes, is that there's people that are coming together, right? And I'll plug our shit after, but I think this <laughs> is important. For, you know... Guys who are all meeting together in the last couple of years to kind of show the research that we've all found independently. We're coming together as a community and we're putting the pieces together. And, you know, for anybody out there who's interested in starting a podcast, it doesn't take much. It's a mic and a computer. Whatever you can do, start it. If you have research, start it. Create a a podcast. Get your voice out there. it's extremely valuable, and it's the last thing that the mainstream media wants and, and the powers that be want. So, um, yeah, uh, of course, yeah. same as I said before, you can you can uh, find our, our content on uh, Spreaker, first and foremost. So. Nice. 
Yeah, my, my stuff is a uh, New York Patriot show. Uh, you can find all major podcasts and stuff. Um, and, you know, I want to piggyback on what Lux said, too. Oh, and you can also find my stuff on tour and more, too, on the YouTube. Um, like, I think when yep. I started and I think when Lux started, we literally had, like, a laptop and a USB mic that's, like, 30 or $40. <laughs> like, yeah, that's literally what I started off with. If you were to go back and listen to our first episodes and then listen to our shit now, you'd be like, holy fuck, it sounds like they're using tin cans or something. But, like, that's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with a string, <laughs> you know. We, we, Still living in the yeah, tin can. Yeah, yeah so, but, uh, hey, I mean, we fucking, that's that's what we had, and we still made it happen, you know. I started out with a, just a cheap digital recorder and a, and a that's cheap what I Android had. phone. I had a cheap digital Android recorder phone. at first. That's so funny. And I would just plug it into the computer and fucking throw it through Audacity and, and post it. That's all <laughs> there I There you go. <laughs> Guys, uh, General, are you still with us? Oh, uh, you know what? Oh, hold on one second. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Melting, it's, it's, um, it's been melting continuously for fucking about 30 minutes nonstop, seriously. <laughs> <Am> I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he's oh, way man. past midnight over there. I, 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 I love you all. I seriously love every single one of you. Well, General, uh, tell everybody where we can find so. you. Oh, me. Um, <laughs> uh, Twitter is at Subcon uh, Realms33. Um, Instagram is at Subcon underscore Realms33. Um, email subconsciousrealms at gmail.com. I'm available on um, Spotify, Anchor, and now Apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. I'll tell you uh, something else too. Uh, a lot I of us are a lot of us. All, I appreciate that, General. Hey guys, a lot of our pad, podcasts are showing up on podcast addicts now too. Yes. Yeah, Do y'all know that? Yeah, uh, that's what I. You know, Raven, right? That's what I use. You know, for my like what I listen to, and um, it's my favorite one. That what I'm trying to say is just by how easy it is for fine different uh, content um, and creators. Fantastic. Everybody seems to Guys, be on there, mate, and I'll, I think it's uh, you are. I'm, I'm always at the same place. Uh, you'll find me at Spreaker.com under No Apologies Enough Said, and I have a YouTube channel with all kinds of amazing stuff and playlists uh, under Raven Kiefer. Um, I don't know how, guys. I've been managed to to stay on here for the last thirty five minutes with my battery at twenty percent. <laughs> nice. Damn. Yeah, I figured you weren't going to make it through the show when you mentioned you only had twenty two percent a while Very ago. Fantastic think, conversation, yeah. y'all. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. It's just uh, it's a true honor to. Yeah, fucking such an incredible conversation with. Yeah, I had a good time. That was good talks. And you know, I, I definitely, uh, <laughs> you other guys, I, I sent you my email on my chat. I would love to have you at least yeah. on, my, on my show as oh, well. Yeah. I, think, I think we man. could uh, definitely get you in, especially with the Freaky Fridays. I think it'd be perfect for us just to have weird, weird conversations <laughs> about weird shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be fun. So uh, definitely, yeah, like, definitely got to um, keep in touch. You like Freaky Fridays. Um, you will like it. It's brilliant. Yeah. All right, so, uh, yeah, so, Lee, thank you again for having me on. And, yes, uh, thank you very much. No I'm going to go, Anytime. and unfortunately, that will end yeah. the show. So, <laughs> everybody yeah, uh, be well. Get some sleep, guys. Who uh, controls yeah. the power controls the time. Thanks. Yes. Um, yeah. Thank you very much. Everybody, everybody have a good night. Yep. Later. Good night. Cheers, mate. Nice one.